MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us as we are getting even more prepared for all the madness coming up throughout the next, well, week and a half or so. And to help us go throughout all of it, 15 minutes from now, we are joined by VEASAN's host of Bet Center and a producer on a numbers game alongside Gil Alexander. Mr. Jeff Parles will be joining us. Loves betting college basketball games all throughout the season. And I always loved uh, when I was producing and co-hosting with Jeff back in Las Vegas seeing him sweat out all the miscellaneous games so I can only imagine all the plays that Jeff's got dialed up for the upcoming several days so 15 minutes from now Jeff will be joining us half hour from now how about Matt Humans, co-host of the edge right here on VEASAN also a big time college hoops better will be giving us his top plays as well that'll be in 30 minutes also he's got some unique outlooks number of wins for, uh, for specific teams which teams have come out of specific regions and some more unique betting angles then at the end of the show, how about Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content here at VEASAN. He'll be telling us about some of the biggest bets that have been wagered all across the country thus far. The estimation as to how many dollars are going to be wagered on March Madness and just kind of all the behind-the-scenes works of what handle we can't expect throughout one of the busiest sporting events of the year. So, like I said, plenty to get to throughout the next hour. I do want to start, since we've got so many guests on, I wanted to dish out a couple of the plays that I'm rolling with tonight for this edition of Danny's Dimes, a.k.a. My Best Bets. We've got a recap of some of our plays in college basketball, and we've got some NBA. And I do want to start off in the NBA because, well, the Bulls do play tonight, and we always find ourselves getting involved in some kind of capacity with the Bulls, whether or not they have a good opportunity to win. And, well, tonight's not looking like it because they are on the road in Salt Lake City. They couldn't handle the Sacramento Kings, so no confidence of them handling Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell and company against the Jazz. And we do see Utah as a six and a half point favorite right now at Bet Rivers. It opened about six in the hook, went down to five and a half, but now you've seen some late steam go back toward Utah. Money line, the Jazz are minus 265. If you think the Bulls can pull off the upset, plus 210 is the value on the buyback for Chicago. Total open 225 and a half, went down as low as 223 and a half. 
Right now, it's at 224 at Bet Rivers. So really, I, I can get into the thick of it of all the stats and what have you, but at the end of the day, the Jazz are just a way better team and in this particular setting than the Bulls. The Bulls have been atrocious on the road. They've been atrocious against top teams despite beating Utah earlier this season. That's when they had more of a healthy team. They had Elks, Caruso, Lonzo Ball, but they don't have Lonzo Ball for this game. They do have Caruso, but how meaningful is Caruso going to show out in this game? They need him to play like the best player he's capable of doing so to even think about them getting the dub over Utah. So with the spread at about six and a half, again, I'm not rushing to take it with Chicago. Honestly, I feel like there's going to be a part of this game where the Jazz get out to a double-digit lead. And then if you really want to trust the Bulls still, you can get a better number taking the points. But honestly, I think the best way to approach it would be to find a way to get involved on Utah. They're a great team at home, tough environment. The Bulls obviously can't handle any competition on the road, i.e. them just losing to Sacramento. So if you get a better number with Utah, or if you maybe get a better in-game number two, I think the Jazz in some kind of capacity are the right side for this game. But aside from looking at the sides and the totals, well, I am interested in a couple of props. One prop that I did officially play, and then one I'll give you a strong lean on, are going to be revolved around the big men. Let's talk about Rudy Gobert and his rebounds prop tonight. 12 and a half is the number listed at Bet Rivers with the juice on the over, upwards from minus 120 and above. Now, Gobert, as of this point in the season, is averaging about 15 rebounds per game. And out of 53 games that he's been involved in, he's gone over 12 and a half rebounds in 39 out of 53 of those games. Incredible. Such a high rate that he's been going over this prop. And against the Bulls in the first game this season, he managed to get 19 rebounds himself against Chicago at the United Center. More recently, out of the last nine games, Gobert has eclipsed this mark of 12 and a half rebounds in seven out of those nine games. We know Vooch is not a lethal threat down low, especially when it comes to boxing out. And even when you get Tristan Thompson coming off the bench, he's getting fouls early. He's not producing a lot of minutes. And he's still really not that tall for a big guy at least compared to Rudy Gobert relatively. So even though you're laying a little bit of juice, even though it's a high prop number, the sample size has shown he has consistently gone over this, got 19 against the Bulls the first go around. I imagine he's going to be snagging plenty of boards tonight. So I am playing Rudy Gobert over 12 and a half rebounds this evening against the Bulls. So that's my official play for our prop. I did want to briefly mention Nikola Vucevic because I've, talked about this so many times where this could be a perfect spot to fade Vooch, right? Him going against an opposing dominant big guy. Now, the reason that this isn't an official play for me is because they've really been trying to utilize Vooch even more so. They try to get him involved early and often because they realize they can't just keep doing iso ball with DeRozan and Levine. But 18 and a half is Vooch's points prop tonight, shaded to the under at Bet Rivers, minus 127. Vooch is averaging 18 points per game this season. He's gone over it in 26 out of 60 games. However, he's also gone over this mark of 18 and a half points in the last five games. So again, they're trying to get his usage rate up. They're trying to get him more shot opportunities. And even though it doesn't always look pretty or comes in constant spurts, he has been more efficient on the offensive side of the ball. Now I get it. He's going against one of the best defensive players in the league, Rudy Gobert, and he was limited to 16 points the first time against the Jazz. But in that game, he took 19 shots, went 4-19 from the floor, 2-6 from deep, and 6-8 from the charity stripe. So look, the opportunities were there. Rudy's like, hey, man, go ahead and shoot it. I just, again, I'm kind of stuck here. I do have a very strong lean to the under because these are exactly the spots we look to fade Vooch. But because of how much you're trying to implement him more so, it causes me to have some resistance. So I'm just going to leave it at a strong lean right now. Still wanted to point it out because we've mentioned, uh, mentioned it so many times. But a strong lean on Vooch under 18 and a half points. But the official play we are going with for that game, Rudy Gobert over 12 and a half rebounds. All right, some more action tonight. I know we talked about this yesterday, but I wanted to revisit it. A college basketball play-in game that we do have some betting interest involved with. That's going to be Bryant and Wright State. This game tipping off in about a half hour or so. We've seen some pretty crazy line movement here because originally Wright State opened up as a two-point favorite. Now, remember, it went all the way up to about three and a half or so. 
but then we saw some late steam going the other way because now Bryant is catching two in the hook. Remember Greg Peterson, we talked about it. He made this line right state minus five and a half. And yesterday when I discussed it, because I didn't think there'd be this drastic of a movement toward Bryant, I laid minus a buck 60 on the money line. Well, now at Bet Rivers, right state's lane two in the hook. Money line's minus 148. So if you still have belief in them, but you didn't get involved, now, now is probably the time to do it, of course, because it's about to start, but with a better price of minus 148. The reason I like Wright State here is they got three top scores averaging 20, 18.5, and 14.3 respectively. They shoot over 46% from the floor, 77% from the free throw line, which is huge at any game, but especially at this point in the season, 33% from deep, and 12 turnovers per game. Now, the 12 turnovers is a little bit concerning, and only 33% from deep is slightly concerning, but Bryant shoots less than 31% from three, and they commit 14 turnovers per game, and they're only making 73% of their free throw attempts, shooting less than 44% from the floor. Wright State's coming into this matchup hot. They won the Horizon League title, and they kind of have the home field advantage, remember, playing in Dayton, Ohio. They're around the similar area, so that could be a bigger advantage for Wright State. I'm a little confused by the line movement, but I do believe Wright State is the uh, right play tonight, pun intended, I guess. But I'm going with them on the money line this evening against Bryant. Uh, some games tomorrow really quick. Again, I'm not going to go too deep because we talked about it a lot yesterday. But because we won't have time to discuss it before we get back on the air, I did take Colorado State plus two and a half yesterday. This line has actually moved down to basically a pick'em. I don't think Michigan deserved to be in the spot. They should have been where Indiana was in the playing game. And I just don't trust Michigan whatsoever. And I think Colorado State matches up fairly well against them. David Roddy dropping over 19 per game for the Rams. Isaiah Stevens contributing 15 points per game. A very good free throw shooting team that limits their turnovers and defensively limiting opponents to 66 points per game. So... You're seeing the line movement here. Greg Peterson made Colorado State minus two. I think they get the job done, and that's what the betting market is telling you as well with this late movement. So I'm going with the Rams plus two and a half from yesterday. Now that the movement's gone, of course, I still think the Rams win this game, so that's a direction I would go. And then Memphis, Boise State. I did take Memphis minus a buck 40 on the money line. Minus one and a half is what they opened up at. Now you've seen it trickle continuously their way. They're up to a three-point favorite. Greg Peterson made them a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Still think they're a dangerous team that has high expectations and a lot of talent with Penny Hardaway needing to prove himself. So long story short, we're rolling with the Tigers. And then another game right around that three, three-and-a-half-point spread. Going with North Carolina on the money line against Marquette. North Carolina can be volatile. Marquette even more so. But North Carolina can light it up on any given night. And they're a very good free throw shooting team. So that's all the action I got tonight and the early games tomorrow that I won't be able to discuss. But hey, like we always say, if you want more of the madness, be sure to check it out right here at vcin.com slash madness. You get everything you need to help you handicap all the madness with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide. It's only $19, and you get it through the end of the tournament, which is April 5th. So be sure to check it out again for only $19, vsin.com slash madness. All right, more college basketball bets coming your way. How about Jeff Barles joining us right here on Rush Hour? The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you... Here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available and to get hooked up several episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. All righty, welcome back to it. The show is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Bet River Sportsbook. We take it out now to Sin City, where our good pal Jeff Parles is joining us with plenty of college basketball betting action. At Jeff Parles is where you can follow him on Twitter, catch him hosting Bet Center on VEASAN, and producing a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Jeff, my man, it's a pleasure to have you back on on the show. I know this is probably your favorite betting time of the year and you're going all over the place. I know you got some NIT and I know you got some playing game in March Madness, but we'll kind of narrow it down a little bit. So Jeff, I do want to begin with a game that a lot of people are calling an upset for, and that's Providence and South Dakota State. Now, South Dakota State catching only two points here. This total at about 149. Are you a believer in this so-called upset, or do you actually think Providence is the rightful favorite? First off, Danny, thanks for having me. It's great to uh, great to talk to you, buddy. Uh, and uh, to answer your question, no, I am not on the upset here. I actually like the favorite, and this actually is the largest bet I have paid so far. Uh, I am on Providence money line minus one thirty. I'm also on the minus two as well. Look, Danny, there's just a point here where, look, if South Dakota State beats me, they beat me. They're number one uh, in the country, three-point efficiency-wise. They're a top-20 offense. They steamrolled through the Summit League. They went 20-0, and 0 if you, or 21-0, if you include the conference tournament. But look, Providence, I know everyone has pointed to, all right, they've been the luckiest team, not only this year, but ever since Ken Palm has started doing the ratings over the last 25 years. 
Well, guess what? Sometimes when you're lucky, it's partially because you're actually a really good basketball team. And they have good guard play. Watson's a really good big guy. Ed Cooley is an excellent coach who just doesn't get the proper due. Danny, I, I think Providence is going to be able to handle their business here. Now, I don't really like them to handle their business in the following round against Iowa, assuming the Hawkeyes take care of the Richmond Spiders in the first game. But I, I, I think this is an over-aggressive move on people wanting to take an upset, and they get a really good profile team to pull an upset. But in the end, I like the Friars. I think the Friars get it done. We're going against the grain here on what will likely be a very – and also, Danny, I wouldn't be shocked if this game closes Providence minus one. I wouldn't be shocked. Wow. I wouldn't even be shocked if this closes a pick. I think everyone's going to be flying at a window tomorrow morning, tomorrow early afternoon, and betting the Jackrabbits all the way down to minus one and even a pick. Hey, look, to your side, I mean, fading the trendy dog is usually a viable option in many sports when it comes to betting. So that could be the case for that Providence and South Dakota State matchup as Jeff is rolling with Providence, both lane two and minus a buck 30 on the money line. Now, Jeff, I want to take it to another matchup where maybe you could see an upset here. I don't think it'd be crazy to think that at all. And that's going to be Arkansas and Vermont. But in terms of this spread, at least, Vermont's catching five plus 180 on the money line, Razorbacks minus 220, total at 139. What do you got dialed up for this one? Danny, man, I I, I think people are going to think of a curmudgeon with these first two games. I like another <laughs> power conference favorite. Again, I look, I understand, same, same reason. I understand why Vermont is a popular pick. They've been to the tournament the last few years. They are very good offensively. They had the biggest three-game margin ever in a conference tournament regardless of level at the D1 level. It's pretty amazing what they did the whole America East uh, year. Their only loss was an overtime to Hartford by one. Uh, and, and look, Arkansas, it's, it's interesting, though, because Arkansas doesn't feel like a team that people think are it, it really vulnerable because of the of how good they were down to stretch in the SEC and the athleticism they have and how good Note Day and, and Williams are. But, but in the end here, Danny, I am going to take a team with a coach I trust. Even though I think Arkansas does some things that make you scratch your head a lot, the uh, Eric Musselman has proved in the tournament that he can win in the tournament. A Sweet 16 in Nevada, an Elite Eight last year with Arkansas. Yeah, I know the road wasn't the hardest, but they still got to the Elite Eight and played Baylor tough for about 30 minutes in that Elite Eight game last year. Uh, but but I'll, I'll lay the five with the Hogs. Again, I, you can be patient here. I wouldn't be shocked if this thing closes four and a half, four. Uh, but but in the end here, the talent is going to win out. The athleticism is going to win out. And the Hogs are going to advance and cover the number against the Catamounts of, of Vermont. All right, Jeff, let's move on. Talk about a Big Ten school that everybody around me probably has going to the Elite Eight or so. And that's going to be the fighting Illini of Illinois laying eight against Chattanooga. But I don't know, uh, Jeff, I really don't trust this fighting Illini team that much. We saw an early exit last season. You saw what happened in the Big Ten tournament just recently. What's your confidence level with this Illinois team? How about none? How about none, <laughs> Danny? You know, it, you've watched you've watched them a ton, obviously, too, Danny. There's something missing with this Illinois team. And, I, and the whole year, I haven't been able to pinpoint it. Look, it could be as simple as being uh, Ayo Desumu, was just so darn good. Obviously, we're seeing how good he is in the NBA, too. Uh, that it may be just as simple as losing an elite player. But, look, they were number one. They, they, they were the co-Big Ten regular season champions. But something just doesn't feel right with them. And we saw Chattanooga, of course, win in dramatic fashion in the SoCon final. Uh, David John Baptiste with the prayer answered to advance to the NCAA tournament as SoCon regular season and then tournament champions. The one thing Chattanooga does have, they do have high major talent. Sylvia DeSouza, uh, of course, was at Kansas as a big-time recruit, had to leave Kansas after uh, a little bit of a, a NCAA-related mishap off the court. Uh, you also had Malachi Smith, who is the SoCon Player of the Year. Omar Paris, who is very familiar uh, with, with Brad Underwood. He was a, a, an assistant uh, at, as, at Wisconsin, so familiar with the Illinois program. Uh, eight is a lot, Danny. I'm going to be taking the eight with the mocks. And I did advance them not only past this round of my bracket, I advanced them to the Sweet 16. So I'm very high on this Mocs group. I will not be surprised that they are beating Illinois. And it is a second straight year with, again, it's hard to have talents like Kofi Kochberg in college basketball that stick around. Back-to-back -back, uh, back -back tournaments with no 
Sweet 16 appearances would be a huge disappointment for the Illini. Yeah, that's for sure. But, I mean, I don't think it would be surprising to a lot of people outside of the state of Illinois. But even maybe in here, <laughs> some people are coming to realize that maybe this team just isn't as deep as they would like them to be. But you talk about then Chattanooga, Jeff, maybe advancing afterward after getting past the fighting Illini. Well, it's either going to be against UAB or Houston. And the Cougars, Jeff, are laying eight in the hook. Do you think that's a little bit too much, or do you actually have a lot of hope for this Houston team? Because we know the injuries they've dealt with losing a couple of their top guys. How is that going to bode for them come this tournament? Yeah, the injuries really, look, uh, losing losing Sasser, losing Marks are really just horrible for Houston. And well, I brought this up on a numbers game when Gil and I were going through this this morning on the network. Houston is the most misranked team that I can remember to the positive on, on Ken Bob, where they really destroyed bad opponents in the AAC. They're, they're still very good defensively, but they go through these droughts offensively that, again, not having, uh, especially Sasser really is the one that really hurts uh, for the Cougars. Uh, UAB went through a uh, went through a CUSA uh, conference that was actually pretty good. Uh, they, were, they were fortunate that North Texas got upset in the semifinals by La Tech. Uh, and they took advantage of Louisiana Tech in that final. Remember the name Jelly Walker, their, their 5'10 guard, averaging over 20 points a game, was phenomenal in the CUSA tournament, was phenomenal all year. Andy Kennedy, of course, is power five experience, coached Ole Miss uh, in Cincinnati when uh, they were uh, just about in the Big East. Uh, but, Danny, I, I, I did advance UAB in my bracket. I'm probably just going to bet taking the eight and a half point. I expect this game to be close. Uh, the one thing that concerns me, though, if UAB gets in foul trouble, they don't have the depth to realistically play with Houston. All right, Jeff, in about 30 seconds, I really quick want to get your thoughts on this Murray State-San Fran game. I got a bet here, so I'm hoping we're on the same side, but what are you rolling with? I'm on Murray State, and uh, Tom All right, Golden good. announcing uh, recently that, uh, that uh, Masaliska, their big guy, is going to miss tomorrow, and that's a big deal because that was one advantage that San Francisco definitely had over Murray. You're starting to see some twos out there on the racers. Danny, if they were in any other pod with any other two seed, I would have them in the second weekend. I can't put them past Kentucky in the second round, but this Murray State team is really good. Every bit as good as that John Morant team, maybe even better than the John Morant team that we saw in 2019, eviscerate Marquette in the first round. Completely agree, Jeff. I love to hear it. We'll be sweating that one out together, my man. Thank you for making some time, and best of luck with all your plays. I know you got plenty of them. Danny, it's awesome to talk to you, buddy. Good luck to everyone. This is the best week betting-wise of the whole year, guys. You got it. He's right. And hey, if you want more of those insights to help you get an edge throughout the best betting time of the year, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen daily to the sports betting highlights at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. More college basketball with Matt Humans coming next. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Need more college basketball insight? Well, check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Hoops Peterson, who looks at every single college basketball game on the upcoming schedule to find you the best betting opportunities. Like we were saying, he's got an opinion on every single game, and he provides his unique interest and insights into the games while also setting his own individual lines. So if you want those solid betting opportunities, check out Coast to Coast Hoops right now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. And while you're there, make sure you catch up on every other VEASAN show as well. But once again, that's vsin.com slash podcast. Back at it here on Rush Hour. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke here in the Windy City. But going back out to Las Vegas to talk some more college hoops is Matt Humans right now joining us at Matt Humans 247, co-host of The Edge right here on VEASAN. And Matt, a big college basketball better, so we're very excited to get your thoughts heading right into the tournament. And it's funny, so we were just talking with Jeff Parles, and you guys have some similar games that you had some betting interest involved with. And Matt, one of those games is... Vermont and Arkansas. Now, Jeff is laying the points here with the Razorbacks. 
but it looks like you may be taking the side of Vermont here catching the points. Is that correct? I did take the Catamounts. They have not been uh, underdogs, I think, since December 7th against Providence. It's been a long time, obviously, playing inferior uh, conference competition uh, since then. This is not one of my biggest plays. This is actually one of my late additions here. And uh, South Point Open, Vermont plus eight. It's obviously five. You might be able to find a five and a half out there at some point. I saw Eric Musselman complaining that the Razorbacks had to go to Buffalo to play this game and what he considered kind of a semi-home game for Vermont. Uh, you know what? When you get a team that wins at this high level and uh, can play this efficiently on offense, I think they're going to be dangerous. And uh, one thing about Arkansas, and we saw it in the SEC tournament, the Razorbacks can go through uh, shooting slumps. They turn the ball over sometimes a little bit too much. Now, athletically, they're going to be far superior to the Catamounts in this game, and they deserve to be favored. But I, I took the uh, five for a small bet. This is not one of my biggest plays. But I'm looking for live dogs. And the, Danny, in this tournament, you see a lot of these teams have won 27, 28, 30 games that are underdogs to major conference teams. And when you get when you get these major conference teams on neutral courts, sometimes, oftentimes, they get exposed. And uh, I think Vermont is going to be a live dog here. All right. Well, what about another matchup that there could be a live dog? And, Matt, I've been contemplating pulling the trigger on betting this team. I advanced them in my bracket, but that doesn't necessarily mean I want to commit on an individual game basis to betting them. But the Cyclones against the Tigers of LSU and Iowa State, Matt, is catching four. And I think this has come down from the original opener. But I like Iowa State in this game. Do you think they can overcome this LSU squad? Well, this is an interesting game. I, I think if you make a list of the five most fascinating games to handicap in the first round, this is going to be on the list because not too often we see a team reach the NCAA tournament and before they get to play a game, they fire their coach. So Will Wade got fired at LSU on Saturday. How are the players going to respond? Uh, he was basically a player's coach. You got to assume a lot of these guys are disappointed he's gone. Uh, a lot of these guys are probably thinking about where am I going next? Uh, what's the motivation level for the LSU team at the end of this game? It's any, anyone's guess. I mean, you, you're probably going to hear guys say the right things, but a lot of times that's BS. And uh, the tricky thing for me here is I, I don't like Iowa State's coach, T.J. Otzelberger, at all. I think, in fact, if you rank the 68 coaches in this field, he'd be number 68. But he's, he's got a really good offensive player in Isaiah Brockington that um, can score enough ways to keep the Cyclones in this game, and Iowa State really does play intense defense, and LSU is a very good defensive team as well. Uh, so I actually played a half unit on Iowa State plus four, and you're right, this number came down from five and four and a half. And I also put a half unit under 127 and a half on the total. I think this could be one of those uh, really ugly first-round games. All right, Matt, another game I want to discuss before we get into some of these unique betting angles, number of conference wins, number of individual wins for specific teams. I wanted to ask you about Texas Tech and Montana State. Spread is as high as 15 in favor of the Red Raiders. You think that line's just a little bit too high? I do think the line's a little bit too high. Texas Tech had a tough run through the Big 12 tournament, lost to Kansas in the title game. A lot of times, Danny, I'm looking at angles where I want to fade teams that have made it, uh, made it to the championship games of the conference tournaments, whether it be Saturday night or Sunday. I'm talking about teams like, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily looking to fade Iowa, but this not, might not be the best spot for Iowa. After winning four games in four days in the Big Ten tournament, it might not be the best spot for Tennessee after making a run to win the SEC tournament or Texas Tech getting all the way to the Big 12 final and losing. A lot of times those teams are not as sharp or they might be a little bit flat in the first NCAA tournament game. I know I know you're going to remember well last year, the Big Ten tournament final uh, was either, I think it was an overtime game. I don't think it was double overtime, but it was Illinois and Ohio State, and it was a hell of a game. And then both those teams went to the tournament next week and stuck it up. The Buckeyes lost a 17-point favorites to Oral Roberts, and Illinois got knocked out by Loyola, Chicago. Uh, so a lot of times I'm looking for teams like that to fade and the more you research teams like Vermont, like Montana State, you can see these teams playing the role of uh, live underdogs here in the first round. So I did grab 15 and a half with Montana State. 
All right, Matt, you mentioned the Big Ten Conference. This is one of those unique bets that I see you have some interest in that I wanted to discuss. <laughs> so you can bet yeah. the number of tournament wins for the Big Ten Conference, and you got the number of about 11, odds minus 110. You're going over with the Big Ten, huh? Our, our conference is representing for us here, Matt. We got plenty of teams, and you're thinking that they could show out there and do enough to get over 11 wins. Well, I'm not trying to win a popularity contest with this bet because I know most people are going to hate it. And uh, if, if you want to bet the Big Ten's total, you might have to look at a book that uh, put up an adjusted number because Indiana played last night. So this prop went off the board after Indiana's game uh, last night, I'm sure, of most books, and unless some, some books put up an adjusted number today. But, yeah, I bet over 11. And uh, nine Big Ten teams in the field in the first round, seven of those teams are favored. Obviously, a couple of level, a couple of those teams really small favorites. Uh, one pick them, one small dog. We got a one point dog. I mean, the Big Ten. It's not going to surprise me if this uh, tournament is a disaster for this conference because we've seen that happen before. But I think there's a possibility here for a couple of Big Ten teams to make surprising runs in this tournament. And Danny, when you got nine teams in the field, it doesn't take a whole lot to get over the number of eleven. I did about an hour's work on this the other night, and I thought. You know, 11 is probably the right number for this, but I can see the Big Ten getting to 12, 13. If the Big Ten does not even get to 11, and I'm hoping to at least push on this bet, obviously, if you got nine teams in the field and you get 10 wins or fewer, it's a complete disaster. So I'm thinking the Big Ten is going to fare a little bit better. This is basically a contrarian bet by me, Danny, because everybody is going to hate the Big Ten. Everybody's looking to fade the Big Ten in this tournament, so kind of going a little bit the opposite. No, I like it, Matt. And then I know you got another unique type of bet here. You got a couple more, but I want to hone in on one specifically while we got about 90 seconds left. Arizona <laughs> tournament wins over two and a half minus 110. I'm kind of surprised the odds aren't a little bit higher on the over because a lot of people love Arizona going into this tournament, I thought. Yeah, and how can you not? One handicapping wrinkle here is Kirk Carissa, 35% three-point shooter. You know how valuable he is to the team. He's got a, a bad high ankle sprain. I don't think he's even going to be needed this week when the, the Wildcats play two games in San Diego. So he could sit out this week, come back next week. And uh, I like Arizona's chances. I mean, at least to get to the elite eight and probably the final four, if not further. Right. And, uh, you know, so I played this over two and a half minus one ten. Same deal with Kansas. I played oh, Kansas over two and a half tournament wins, a plus one ten. I played Kentucky over two and a half tournament wins, wow. a plus one twenty. You know, I, I think those are pretty good bets. They look like square bets, but I think they're pretty good bets. Wow. I'm surprised that Kansas is at that number, too. Yeah, I'm all in on those yeah. ones. I like Kansas a lot going into this tournament, and obviously Kentucky. I mean, they can show out and have a really good run, too. So uh, make sure you do your shopping out there and find those different angles that Matt's throwing out there because they look like, like you said, maybe they seem kind of square, but, hey, the cash is money still green. So we like it if it comes through. And, Matt, we always appreciate your insight, my man. I know it's going to be incredibly busy for you throughout the next couple weeks, uh, week and a half, I guess, but we appreciate you making some time. And best of luck with all your plays. All right, thanks, buddy. You bet. We'll see you. You got it. Matt Humans, folks. Give him a follow on Twitter at Matt Humans247 and catch him co-hosting the edge here on Beeson alongside Jonathan Von Tobel. But yeah, man, those bets. Very interesting. Arizona over two and a half tournament wins. Kentucky over two and a half. And then even Kansas. Heck, I've got Kansas winning the whole dang thing. And more than a couple of my brackets. I probably got like six or seven at this point. But Arizona, I got winning in one of them. Kansas, I got winning in one of them. Kentucky, I think I have at least going to the Elite Eight in one of them. But, hey, plenty of betting opportunities out there. Big shout-out to Matt Humans for helping us go through a lot of them. Coming up next, though, we'll tell you more on the other side of all these college bets. How about the handles? How are these books faring out? Well, Ben Fox of VEASAN will be giving us all that info next on Rush Hour. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you... Here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. And in addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. So go ahead and download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to sign up today. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. And 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. Welcome back to the final segment of Rush Hour on this Wednesday evening and the eve of the beginning of March Madness. And with March Madness comes plenty of big action from batters all across the country to help give us some of that info because, well, most people are pretty interested in that information, myself included. Always love seeing the big wagers go down at this point of the year. Ben Fox is joining us here on Rush Hour to give out some of that information. You can follow him. He always tweets out this kind of stuff at BFox22 and also huge contributor to VEASAN.com. Ben, thank you for being with us. I know you're swamped with plenty of work, but before we get into some of these individual bets that we have seen, large sums of money going in at specific books, I just want to ask, so I know the estimation last year, if I'm not mistaken, was like, the projection was over $8 billion or something to be handled on March Madness. Now it seems like it's about $3 billion. Is that the number that you're kind of seeing and thinking that it'll be wagered at when everything comes in in totality? 
Yeah, well, I went state by state and I added it all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we went basically an estimate from uh, the American Gaming Association, which they put out every year. Uh, $3.1 billion was their estimate. And this is inclusive of all money at legal sports books, along with what they call bracket pools and, you know, wagers between friends. So kind of all inclusive of the sports betting uh, that Americans will do. You know, sports betting continues to grow as we've seen. New Jersey just reported this uh, today, actually, for February. They had $986 million, their first month under $1 billion in the last five. Nevada has been over a billion the last four months. So we've continued to see the pie grow. This will be the most bet March Madness uh, of all time. And I think we'll continue to say that year after year as more and more states uh, open up here. Yeah, no kidding, man. It's always exciting, and especially when people now have the opportunity to bet it legally, it's just going to attract more and more people. So, Ben, with that being said, of course, you have these bettors who are the sharps, and they're putting a lot of money on there. Then you just have people who, well, let's say, have a lot of money to throw out there. So whether it's column A or column B, tell us about some of the biggest wagers that we have seen thus far involving some of these March Madness games. Yeah, so a couple, I'll hit on the futures first, and I think we'll start to see, much like the Super Bowl, right, where you have some of the bets coming in, and then really when the public and some other big bettors get into town, especially in Vegas, I think especially tonight, tomorrow, over the weekend, we'll start to see some real five, six-figure wagers on some of these individual March Madness games. But in terms of futures pool, one of the biggest ones we saw came in at DraftKings on Selection Sunday, Sunday night. That was $50,000 bet on Kansas, the number one seed there, at 14 to 1 odds. Uh, that would win $700,000. And then two that just came in at FanDuel that they reported from bettors in New Jersey. One was $300,000 on the Duke Blue Devils at 17 to 1 odds. I think my math would put that at $5.1 as a payout. And $200,000, another bet on the Kansas Jayhawks at 11 to 1 at FanDuel. That would win $2.2 million. Those are the three biggest ones we've seen. I think Duke, Kansas, Gonzaga, some of the teams you'd expect are the biggest liabilities there. But I think generally, as you've probably heard, bettors expect Kansas has the easiest path there as a one seed. And a couple bettors are betting big on that. Yeah, and even in our kind of neck of the woods here, Ben, it looks like there's been some big wagers on a couple of Big Ten teams. Obviously, they have the most teams going into this tournament. Purdue, Illinois, a couple of teams making the top of the list. Iowa obviously won the conference tournament. What are some of those bets that you saw come in on a couple of Big Ten teams to really make a run in this tournament and maybe go the whole way? Yeah, so one big one, uh, which was obviously from earlier in the season, was a, a bet that certainly has good value, you would hope. Again, it's only value if they continue to win in the tournament, but it was a $10,000 wager on Purdue, and that was at 66 to 1 odds at BetMGM. Wow. Another one, $50,000, that was only at 10 to 1 at FanDuel. So a couple of those bigger ones, we've seen some other bets on Duke. $20,000 on Illinois at 30 to 1 odds at Caesars. So that, again, we've seen that with some of those, like you said, taking flyers. I think the difference that we've seen certainly in legalized wagering is some of those flyers are now $10,000 futures bets. Now I would expect somebody who's putting 10 grand on Purdue at 66 to 1, that's probably not their only futures bet that they have, probably, you know, throwing a bunch of darts, seeing where you get in the tournament, how far these teams go. But certainly you want to have value in the futures, and they're sitting pretty right now. So, Ben, obviously we're talking about some of these futures bets, but do we see some individual game bets come as frequently, or maybe not even as frequently, but just large amounts of money on those individual games? Or is that usually just with the futures bets? I think we see a little bit of both. Uh, there's so much, you know, the kind of the two events, March Madness and the Super Bowl, where the public really has, there's such overwhelming public money, uh, and they can really drive some of these numbers at times. So you're going to see some six-figure wagers. I haven't seen those come in yet. Those haven't been reported. I think we'll start to see some of those come in a little uh, closer to the weekend. But just as you were talking to humans, too, I know one side that's gotten some sharp action is Vermont. 
in that game. A couple bookmakers told me Vermont has some of that money. We saw some early as well. Georgia State against Gonzaga. I think DraftKings opened at about 26 and a half. It's down to 23 and a half or so. So we've certainly seen that with some of the underdogs uh, and Colgate as well. That was one that got brought up a couple times too in terms of seeing some of that early sharp action. I think uh, one book in New Jersey as well, 20,000 or excuse me, $22,000 on the Providence South Dakota State under. I think that was 149 and a half. And South Dakota State's another one when we're hitting on that. There might be a public dog here a little bit, a little of a square dog, but that's points bet's biggest liability in the first round right now. And for a 13-4 matchup, I can't remember seeing a 13 seed only as a one and a half or two point underdog right now. That's that's a kind of an incredible spread. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I can't recall anything off the top of my head. And you're right, it is kind of one of those trendy dogs, which almost gives you a little bit of fear. But there's a reason why there's been some momentum going on the side of the Jackrabbits. And then I'm also pretty fascinated that you mentioned Wisconsin against Colgate because Colgate's catching eight. Wisconsin has a studly player in Johnny Davis, but this Badgers team has been kind of unreliable. So now to hear that, that may be some liability going on the side of Colgate. Very, very interesting as we go into this first round. But Ben, like I said, I know you're very busy this time of the year, so we appreciate you taking a few moments to give us all those numbers and uh, enjoy the tournament and best of luck with all your brackets and whatnot. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. You got it. Be sure to follow Ben on Twitter for more of that constant info, not only on college basketball, but basically every sport at BFOX22 and where Ben serves as the VP of digital content here at VEASAN, big contributor to VSIN.com, content all over the place. But always fascinated to hear where some of those big bets are coming in on to see how that affects the line movement, the sharp action versus the public action. And like Ben said, I mean, that South Dakota State game seems like a trendy dog, but I could understand why there's some love there and that Wisconsin game I would be kind of content if Wisconsin lost I don't have anything well I kind of do because we've bet a finite amount of college basketball games and I feel like in that small amount whether it's for or against Wisconsin they've kind of screwed us but hey it is what it is it would be pretty funny if Colgate did get the upset against Wisconsin sorry to all you Badgers fans but I'm just saying all right, well, we are about to head out here on this Wednesday evening. Our one bet of college basketball already underway. Looking over right now, right state, our side. Uh, currently up 9-7 over Bryant. Just looking at the big screen here in the sportsbook at Bet Rivers. But aside from that game that we already have ongoing, we've got some action in that Bulls and Jazz game this evening. Rudy Gobert over 12 and a half rebounds is the prop that we are rolling with. Then for tomorrow with some action that we won't have time to preview once again, Colorado State plus two in the hook taking on the Michigan Wolverines. Then we also have Memphis on the money line. Minus a buck 40 versus Boise State. North Carolina, minus 154 on the money line versus Marquette. And then we talked about that injury. Jeff Parles mentioned it. And San Francisco's going to be missing one of their big guys. Line going back to Murray State. We were on them regardless on the money line, minus 120. But those are all the bets we currently have going on heading into March Madness. And we're looking forward to much, much more. Like I said, that's going to just about do it for us here at Rush Hour. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in and to everybody for joining the show. Enjoy all of the madness all throughout. You know we're here to help you out at VEASAN. Check out everybody contributing, VSIN.com. Best of luck, and until tomorrow, take care, folks. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. 
I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.